This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. and siblings. Welcome to this special reaction episode of the PTB Weekend Special on this Monday, Martin Luther King Day. So it's technically an extended weekend because I would say 95% of everyone is off today. Some uh, businesses don't observe this holiday. I don't know why, but anyway. Um, In any event, uh, this is not a normal weekend special. Uh, We will be... uh, giving you some reaction thoughts on the rebirth pay-per-view, if you will, of total nonstop action. So no, we are not going to discuss any NWA this week. Of course, Saturday night was that big paranoia show that took place down in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Um, That show, apparently, well, it's on the the CW, I guess it was a CW event. Uh, Anyway, let me, before I get into that, let me bring in, of course, the doctor, Dr. G. George Blino. Well, the pleasure is all yours. How are you? Nah, it's not really. Nah, you're, you're, it's a lot of pain. But here's a question I have for you. Would you prefer to make the playoffs and get blown out in your first game or just not make it at all? I wonder now. I really do. Uh, it's tough because, I mean, it's exciting because when you make the playoffs, you have a shot. So I, I, I guess you got to say make the playoffs. But, yeah, when you... Uh, don't show up. I mean, as everyone knows, I am, of course, a uh, a Dallas Cowboys fan, and the Cowboys have been to many playoffs over their sixty three year history. I think it's. I think what did I see? They're four and nine in the playoffs since they won the last Super Bowl. I think they have. You know who has more? You know, I don't know how humiliating this is. Do you know has? Do you know who has more playoff wins? Than, uh, than the Cowboys since 2000? The Jets. Now that's fucking sad. That's sad. Uh, well, I, 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 you know what? I have to be honest with you. I wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> since 2000, oh, in the last 23 years, the Jets have six playoff wins. The Cowboys have four, all wild card. Wow. I did not know that. Nope, I, I didn't. Till my PIC, Mr. Zero, for some dumb reason, wanted to post that scat. I don't know if he wanted to try to stick in my face or if he wanted to just say, look, how embarrassing are you when even my shitty team has more playoff wins than you do? Um, but in any event, um, that's why I have wrestling, because after it was 34 to 10, uh, we put this show on to watch <laughs> because I'd had enough. Um, so we are going to recap TNA Hard to Kill, the inaugural pay-per-view of the TNA Rebirth which took place Saturday night in Las Vegas. I believe PTB's own Steve Riddle was at that show. So I'm letting everyone know right now, if you have not watched Hard to Kill, because we are still kind of in the spoilers window. It's been what? Uh, well, this is posting at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, so 36 hours. So we are still kind of in the spoilers window, so I am warning you now. If you have not 
watched Hard to Kill yet, shut this pod off. Save it. Watch the show and then come back. If you have watched it, then feel free to keep listening. We'll give you our reactions and thoughts. Uh, of course, uh, we I mentioned a moment ago about TNA paranoia. That was uh, that shot. It was a big. It was a busy uh, weekend. A busy Saturday, I guess, the thirteenth for wrestling shows in general. You had um, TNA Hard to Kill. You had um, the NWA Paranoia show. Uh, New Japan had Battle in the Valley out in San Jose. Uh, GCW had a show in, uh, I believe, in Frankie Williams' basement, otherwise known as Columbus, Ohio. Um, And then, of course, you had TNA, uh, TNA, AEW Collision. And then after Collision was Battle of the Belts, which goes down to your neck of the woods, Dr. G. That's an old uh, Florida championship wrestling or CWF uh, event, correct? Correct. Battle of the Belts. I love that. They used to, they used to air it like on tel- all different like television stations down in Florida. Mm. Like you mean they used to be called? You mean they were belts, Vince? Belts. Remember, uh, was it Damien Sandow that did that? These are belts, not championships. Belts. <laughs> I used to laugh at that. Anyway, Battle of the Belts was also the night. And there was a bunch of other shows, but those are the big ones. TNA Hard to Kill. Um, uh, uh, NWA Paranoia uh, New Japan had Battle in the Valley and then T- uh, AEW had their TV shows GCW had a show in Columbus, Ohio so it was a busy Saturday in pro wrestling not involving really WWE or uh, AEW from a pay-per-view from a big show perspective AEW just had their regular Saturday television so we're not going to give you any NWA Paranoia because that was technically uh, uh, you know a CW Super Show that will probably be broken down into episodes of Power over the coming weeks. So uh, we, we, we're we not going to talk about that. We'll get more into NWA next weekend for our uh, when we get back in our regular groove for um, the PTB weekend special next weekend. So. TNA's hard to kill. Now, I had an, <laughs> I got a little pissed off today. It was the first time no. I really got mad. Well, a little, I shouldn't say today, on Sunday, yesterday. I'm a little pissed off because uh, I d- decided, uh, I was thinking about all of us pooling together and doing the $220 championship package where we get everything, including the pay-per-views. And then I thought, you know what? I don't know if we'll miss a pay-per-view. And they'll, they'll be on the, the TNA Plus in, I think, 30 days after the show. But I said to myself, you know what? They're usually 40 bucks. We can all just, you know, whoever watches with us, we can all just kick in 10 bucks and just watch it as it happens. There's only three more shows we'd have to pay for at this point anyway. Rebellion, which is sometime in April, I think. Uh, Slammiversary, which is in July. And, of course, Bound for Glory in October. Otherwise, every other show that TNA does will be on TNA+. Plus. So if you even have the regular $10 a month TNA+, Plus, you'll get all those shows. And next month's big show, No Surrender, is a TNA+. Plus stream show i think it's in louisiana somewhere there's actually a weekend the other one's called bayou they're they're doing two shows that weekend i forgot the date i think it's the 20 uh, hold on i think it's the 23rd and the 24th of february um one's called no surrender and the other's called bayou something or other but they're i know they're down in uh uh the new orleans suburbs uh for those shows so anyway so we bought we bought Hard to Kill, 
we didn't watch it live. Um, we were going to watch it uh, Sunday. Well, I was at your house, doctor, and I opened the TNA Plus app on your Fire TV, and I didn't see Hard to Kill. I didn't see the pay-per-view. I saw the countdown to Hard to Kill, and then on the upcoming events, I saw No Surrender, and then, of course, March's big show is Sacrifice. I don't remember what month that is. I think it's, I think it's like the second month of, second week of March or something. I don't know. But I didn't see Hard to Kill. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, I definitely paid for it. Saw the Apple thing because I do it through my thing and came out. The money came out. and So I, and I usually don't do this, but my PIC, Mr. Rosero, loves haggling customer support people. But I said, you know what? It should be there. I did pay for it. So I don't want to hear, you'll get hard to kill in 30 days. <laughs> the fuck I am. <laughs> um, so I, I emailed TNA support. And said, listen, I bought Hard to Kill. I did not watch it live. I'd like to watch it right now. And uh, I don't see it on uh, the app. And the guy, I think his name was Muhammad, um, said, you know, we're working on uploading this replay now. Da, 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 da. You were very pessimistic. Be honest. You were glass half empty thinking, oh, it may not come up to like two, Thursday or something or whatever. I didn't say Thursday. I just said it wouldn't happen today. Ah. But you were wrong. Wrong. Words in my mouth. No. Wrong. You were still wrong. I don't care if you said Christmas. Wrong. Because a few hours later, Hard to Kill was on it. So thank you, TNA Plus support, for being expeditious with my request. I probably wasn't the only one. So we did watch it. Uh, watch the countdown show, too. So we'll tell you those matches and then the big matches. There were 12 matches total, three on the um, on the countdown show, and then nine on the main show. On the countdown show. In t- we'll just run down the matches quick, and then we'll give each other's thoughts and banter stuff. Uh, Steve Macklin, who is now separated from, well, professionally, not personally, professionally separated from his wife, of course. In real life, he is married to the beautiful Deanna Perrazzo. She is, of course, now in AEW. He beat Rich Swan. The System, which is the team of Eddie Edwards and Brian Myers, defeated Frankie K and Eric Young by pinfall. The System will be successful throughout the evening. And then we had our first title change of the evening. There were, I think, three total. Four. There were four title changes. The first one was here. Crazy Steve is your new TNA digital media champion. He defeated uh, Tommy Dreamer in a no DQ match by kicking him in the chest with a bunch of forks on his chest, which I thought was pretty funny. (laughs) Crazy Steve. Kind of pretty creative for a move, right? Yeah. Yeah, You know, and I guess, you know... Tommy Dreamer is putting over people now. You know, like I know they made a, he won the championship, but there's a chance to put somebody over that, you know, um, pretty good heel. I like Crazy Steve. Uh, I do as well. I very much do as well. And uh, he's a good, he's a good bad guy. He's crazy. He's crazy or crazy, as I like to call him. So those were the pre show matches. Now, on the main show, we had nine matches, and most of them were really good. We had the we had an a knockouts ultimate X match to determine the number one contender for the TNA Knockouts World Title. Your participants were Giselle Shaw, Alicia Edwards, Danny Luna, Jody Threat, Tasha Steeles, one of our NWA alumnus, and Zaya Brookside, who was a they made a big deal out of her. I really never heard of her. Um, she's the daughter of a legendary English wrestler, Tommy Brookside, or something like that. I don't know. But Giselle Shaw got the win. So she 
won the Ultimate X match, and she has the next title shot at our Knockouts champion, whoever that may be. We'll get to that in a minute. Next up, we had a one-minute match between PCO and Dirty Dango that ended in DQ. It did not go well because, of course, Dirty Dango was always flocked by Alpha Bravo and Oleg Prudis, who, of course, is the former Vladimir Kozlov. Out came your favorite guy, Doctor. I think the one thing that's going to keep you watching TNA. <laughs> your pal there, Santino Marella, the director of Santino authority. Santino Marella. I think this director of authority. He didn't say things like Rodney the Piper or Andre the French Giant. Anyway, he decided to make, he decided to Teddy Long this thing up and make a six-man tag. So, so Bravo, Alpha Bravo, Oleg Prudis, and Dirty Dango, and then PCO, and then out came another TNA, not an original, but a TNA legend, Rhino, came out, and Jake something, and they won the six-man tag in 720. Our second title uh, match and our second title change. We have new TNA Knockouts World Tag Team Champions. Yes, MK Ultra, who have been on a tear. Killer Kelly and Masha Slamovich lost to the returning DK. Yes, Rosemary and Havoc returned and in 615 defeated MK Ultra and are the new Knockouts World Tag Team Champions. Next up. The X-Division chief. Oh, uh, Scott DeMore came out with the owner of uh, AAA. I forgot his name. And they signed a contract, and uh, they're going to have a working relationship. Yeah, did you is print cool. that contract off your computer? I did. I printed yeah. <laughs> Don't you love wrestling contracts? They come off, uh, you know, fucking Apple IIc print shop. But, <laughs> but, uh, um, and, they, and, T, and then Scott DeMore, who, I love Scott DeMore, to be honest with you. Scott DeMore uh, had a, uh, he had a exchange with, uh, I guess the NFL players or alumni association about mental health and that kind of thing. It was really cool. Next up, the next title match, a the, probably one of the most anticipated matches of the evening, a three-way match for the X division championship. And in 12 minutes, Chris Sabin retained the title against El Hijo, El Hijo del Vikingo and Kushida. That was a fun match. Then a match I was looking forward to, because I love both guys. Josh Alexander took on one of yours and my favorites, Doctor. The Hammer. No, not Greg Valentine. Alex Hammerstone, of course, former MLW champion and a generally awesome guy. Awesome worker. Uh, Josh Alexander defeated him in 15 minutes. Hammerstone is technically a free agent, so he's not really a TNA employee. He just did the match. It was a great hard-hitting 15-minute match. And um, Josh Alexander won. Yeah, interesting to see what's going to happen with Hammerstone. Well, he's a free agent. He is no longer contracted to uh, MLW. So, curious to see what happens. He could go anywhere. I wouldn't go to AEW because right now, AEW, one of the, one of the well, I'm not going to get into it. We'll talk about this later in the week on main event. But one of the things that, that Tony Khan has to do this year is really look at his roster and start to, like, get cut some of the fat and start focusing on who is he really going to have and who is he really not going to have. Because uh, it's like, oh, go to AEW, go to AEW, go to AEW. And then what? And then he stands around. That's why guys are going back to WWE or going other places. Um, I think Hammerstone should just sign with TNA because I think he'd be great there. Yeah, I think, um, you know, in this business, you know, you think, oh, well, they're making good money, even if they're not being used. But they're entertainers. That's part of what they, their job is. Exactly. They want to, you know, they the money will only go so far as much as I know we all love it. Right. There's also a, a performing aspect that 
some of these guys miss. So if they're not being used, they're gonna get they're gonna get um, bitter after a while. Right. You're right. Exactly. So uh, another match that was re- awesome. You need to rewatch. I know you had gotten up and were doing things and you were on the phone when I was at your house, but you need to rewatch this match. A four way tag for the uh, TNA World Tag Team Titles. Your champions, ABC, Ace Austin and Chris Bay, against the Rascals, Trey Miguel and Zach Wentz, the Laredo Kid and Mike Bailey, who, Jesus, could you bleach your teeth anymore, Mike? Good grief. And the debuting Grizzled Young Vets, James Drake and Zach Gibson. I love those guys. Um, they had different names, though, I think. Um, maybe they didn't. Anyway, um, uh, ABC retained the titles in a match that was 14-15 and really, really good. Really good. Um, yeah, crazy match. Nonstop action, bouncing around. It was a ton of fun. And then our last two matches, the two big title matches that involved cash-ins by people, both were executed. We do have a new TNA Knockouts champion. It is Jordan Grace. She is now a three-time champion. She defeated Trinity. And many people think this is Trinity's farewell. Yeah, because she kind of, like, got very emotional at the end. Yeah. So I think this is it for Trinity. She did her one year there. And I think she is going back to WWE to be with hubby, uh, hubby, uh, hubby Uso. Um, she had a great year, though. She really. I think she honest, needed to get out and see what it was like somewhere else and break out. But honestly, it's funny. Her and Sasha Banks walked out of WWE. Sasha Banks is more bankable. Yet I think, in my opinion, Trinity had the better year. Oh, than, definitely. Than, than uh, Mercedes Monet did. Now, in Mercedes Monet's defense, she did get hurt, so I can't, you know, I can't fault her for that. But Trinity really made the most of her time in in TNA, and uh, and but uh, Jordan Grace uh, got put over. She is your Knockouts champion, and that match was in fourteen thirty. It was good, hard hitting. Well, it's Jordan Grace, so you're going to get hard hitting. Trinity held her own, and then in the main event, on his feast or fired world title cash in. Moose has regained the TNA World Championship. He defeated Alex Shelley in 2145, and it wasn't a bad match. It was not terrible. It was okay. Um, we he's did a little have, limited in the ring. He seems very stiff. Like he's he's incredibly stiff. Yeah, no, he is. He's a big dude. He's a, Moose is a big dude. I like Moose though. I have no problem with Moose. Of course, he's part of the system. So after the match, um, incidentally, we had three. Uh, we had three uh, TNA debuts, uh, all former, well, one former AEW and WWE, and then two main WWE. Somebody by the name of AJ Francis made his uh, debut on the pre-show. That is the former top dollar in WWE. Top dollar. A woman sitting at ringside for the knockouts title match by the name of Ash by Elegance. That's her name, Ash by Elegance. Ash by Elegance is the former Dana Brooke. I didn't recognize her first. She looked like, from the camera angle, she looked like AJ uh, Perry, you know, uh, Miro's wife. And I'm like, what the hell is she doing here? I'm like, oh shit, it's Dana Brooke. But her name is now Ash by Elegance, which I think is kind of a kind of a sexy name, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> it is Ash by Elegance. And she had this like very frilly outfit on and she, I, she she's going to be like that kind of gimmick. She's a good worker, too. She's a good worker. But, of course, the big reveal came at the end of the night after Moose won the title. Um, 
the system was standing at the top of the ramp. Moose was in the ring with the world title belt. And then all of a sudden, this weird music plays. And up on the big screen, flash the name, Nick Nemeth. <clears throat> and standing, getting in the ring and standing behind Moose, the artist formerly known as Dolph Ziggler. Everybody thought he was going to New Japan because he showed up at Wrestle Kingdom, but that was a ruse. And he uh, he hit a couple of moves on Dana, Bro- on Dana Brooke. He hit a couple of moves on Moose as we went off the air. So, overall, I thought Hard to Kill was a fun show. I thought the matches were really good. Um, I thought the tag, I think the best matches in the night, I thought that the, the tag match was really good. Um, the ta- the uh, four-way tag with ABC and the, the Rascals, um, Laredo Kid and Mike Bailey and uh, the Grizzled Young Vets. I think that match was fantastic. Obviously, the, uh, the, not, the X Division three-way with... Um, Sabin and Kushida and uh, LV King. That was, that was a good match. That was a fantastic match. And I really like Josh Alexander and Hammerstone. I thought the two smacked the shit out of each other for 15 minutes. I thought that match was great, too. The last two title matches, Trinity Jordan Grace was good. And Moose and Alex Shelley was good. I agree with you. I felt like they maybe felt maybe a gear short. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I like Moose, but he's a, you know, he's a big stiff you know he's a he's a power guy so is you know he works a little differently than alex shelley does um before before i give you specific questions uh what was your overall thoughts on the show like the whole packaging the rebirth i thought it was a good show um uh, you know one thing about you know i think you and i were discussing it um you know if they had a little bit more more funding behind them i mean i know they have anthem uh, they could they could make a run. They could give AEW a run for their money. Um, I thought the production was pretty good. I thought you know the crowd seemed pretty into it, considering it's a Las Vegas crowd. You could go either here nor there with a Las Vegas crowd. Um, there was a lot of TNA chants. Um, mm-hmm. I thought most of the matches were pretty good. I mean, I unfortunately today it's very very hot, hard to. Um, to surprise an audience based with all the social media. So everybody kind of knew it was going to be, you know, Nick Nemeth, the former, or also known as Dolph Ziggler coming to uh, TNA. So it really wasn't that much of a surprise. I mean, I know people were speculating what the big signing was, but, um, which that is a big signing, but I don't know if that's like as big as they were making it out to be, I guess. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But Dolph how can you surprise deal, anybody today, though? There's really no surprises anymore. I know. I think I, Dolph Ziggler or Nick Nemeth, I think that's a big deal, though. For TNA, I think it's a big deal. You don't yeah, think so? I mean, well, I mean, considering, I mean, you know, WWE, you know, he always had his moments where he was used. And then, you know, he would just be like the mid-card guy to kind of, you know, get other guys over. Um Right. But, you know, he was, you know, he was making over a million a year. I mean, yeah, I, I couldn't imagine what I mean, I guess it's better Trust to make me. something than nothing. Trust me. Pete Winston always reminds me how much Dolph Ziggler makes. He fucking hates Dolph Ziggler. So uh, there's another million dollars flushed on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> he, I wouldn't say it. that. I mean, well, he, he hated Dolph Ziggler. He thought he was a waste of money. I mean, Dolph Ziggler is great in the ring. Um, I think so. Maybe, maybe at times his creative wasn't always the best, but that's not always on him. Correct. But you know, he had a what a good what ten twelve year run. 
Uh, yeah. 08, I think he debuted. Well, remember, he was in 09, I think he... No, 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 wait, hold on. I'm trying to think back from uh, the Place Be Podcast. Uh, I, yeah, right. He debuted in... I think he did. Well, remember, he was in the Spirit Squad, so he was he technically was here in 06. He was in WWF in 06. But the actual Ziegler character, I want to say mid to late 08, maybe. So you're talking 15 years. 14 years. Yeah, because he was he was released last year, 2022. So or 2023. So all right, 15 years. I'll get my math right eventually. So, yeah, he's with WWE almost 15 years. Crazy. He had a a nice run. I mean, yeah, he he did Made a nice living. I totally um, did. I mean, he obviously isn't going to get paid what he <laughs> made at WWE, but like I said, it's no. better to be be somewhere than nowhere. I mean, again, and they say, oh, AEW, AEW, AEW. Well, what's AEW going to do with them? <laughs> I mean, they already have too many guys to begin with. <laughs> I mean, Anybody they have, they just overflow to Ring of Honor, which is And the really... sad thing is, the whole thing with Christian, Christian's having one of the best runs of his career, and really, unfortunately, it's not getting the... It's not bringing in the viewers like you should be, and I think he's doing some of his best work ever. I love his I love his uh, museum curator uh, jacket. That's pretty funny. <laughs> um, I agree. I agree. So I think it's I think it's fine. I think Dana Brooke or or uh, what the hell's her name? Ash by fragrance. Wait, what the hell's her name again? I almost said Ash by fragrance. Ash by elegance. I think um I think she's good because I think the the net with if they're losing both Deanna Perrazzo and Trinity, um, they need to they need to get some people in. And now of course they'll have uh, this new Zaya Woodside. I think Dana Brooke is a big is a big addition. And I do think I do think. Even though some people think she may go to WWE, I think that's where Camille's going to go. I think Camille's going to go to TNA. TNA needs Camille. TNA needs Camille. WWE doesn't, although AEW certainly doesn't. They they have enough big women. Um, big meaning, you know, like powerhouse women. I think Camille and Camille and WWE will be fine for now until Charlotte comes back because they pretty much look alike. Even though Charlotte's not going to be back. I mean, until- it would be nice to. Um- Uh, I mean, it would be nice to. I just lost my train of thought. Would be oh nice for Camille to go to TNA. I would. I would be nice. Yes, I would. I, I think Camille would do herself better to get her feet wet in TNA, gain a little bit of traction, and then go to WWE. I feel she's going to get lost in WWE. That's my big fear. Unless they bring her, if they put her on NXT. And bring her in as a powerhouse right away. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think she deserves that. Based on what she's done. I know, you know some people don't take NWA um, seriously, but she did have a nice run. And I think she, she we saw her grow, not only in her um wrestling skills but even her um promo skills she could probably use a little more seasoning i think with a bigger company that might that might help her you know yeah to get to gain those skills you know maybe 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 an nxt would be good for her in that aspect Mm. um i just think they need to because i mean losing 
Trinity, which is inevitable. I think it's inevitable. Let's put it this way. I think it's inevitable. It may not be immediate, but it's inevitable. And obviously losing a total cornerstone like uh, like Deanna Perrazzo is huge. Because there a lot of people think the knockouts in TNA are probably number two behind WWE. In terms of, and sometimes they may be better when WWE's got one of their weird glug, gluggy kind of clumpy creative situations with the women. Not often, but they're definitely, TNA is definitely, their women's division is definitely better than, than AEW's. Yeah, um, AEW's has gotten better, but it's still not. Tony Storm's a good champion. Tony Storm's a good champion. Um, and there's certain women on the roster, women's wrestlers on the roster there that I like. I do like Giselle Shaw. That's a big win for her tonight. Uh, our, Saturday night at the on the uh, Ultimate X, so she'll get a future title shot. She did wrestle uh, Trinity for the title on an episode of Impact. I don't know if it was before or after Bound for Glory. It was a pretty good match. She's a good worker, Giselle Shaw. Um, I think the roster is pretty solid right now. They do. They still borrow people. Um. I thought the I thought the 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 like the the technical layout was fine. I mean, they were at the Palms Casino, so it wasn't a huge place. So it was funny. Um, they said it's the, the biggest crowd they had in like eight years. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I have a. Hey, I would say, football. what would you say? There was a couple thousand there, maybe. Yeah, it was a couple thousand. And uh, I'm trying to think who the and Tom Hannafin and of course Matthew Raywalt, the former Aiden English. Um, they were like announcing up on like a balcony. It was actually kind of wild. I thought it was pretty cool. It was back. It was kind of like when um, Bischoff was on Raw in the 2000s, and uh, the Raw guys used to be out by the because that was his thing on Nitro. The announcers had to be in the back. Um, that's kind of how it was. Yeah, uh, I, I thought I thought they did a nice job. I thought the production was was done pretty well. Um, I, I I think Scott Demore does a really good job. With TNA, I, I really do. Mm. Um, I always enjoy watching PCO. It's just amazing, you know, um, what a second career he's had. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I don't know how much longer he'll go. I mean, he's in his 50s. Um, God, he might be almost 60. Um, uh, he, 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 you know, the thing is, is that, um, this is great because there's so many people getting into the business right there. There are a lot of wrestlers out there. I mean, look at the women alone. I mean, we right. they used to scrape together to try to put a roster together and, and companies. You don't have to do that anymore. So there's a lot of talent out there, and it's nice to be able to have MLW, TNA, AEW, WWE, you know, with their, with, I guess, the NXT brand is, is another brand. Um, you know, I, I consider Raw and SmackDown the main main roster. So, oh, yeah, of course. Um, you got NWA even. You got a lot of good places to go to, really, to cut your teeth and um, get the experience. The problem that I feel like the current crop of wrestlers is not having um, is the ring time. Unless they're doing um, independence, you know, some of them are only wrestling a couple times a week. And I think that's why there's probably more injuries, mm-hmm. believe it or not. 
Right. Because I think when they go out there, they're so amped up all the time because they're like, wow, we don't have to do this every single day. You know, they're so amped up that they try to do too much, if that makes any sense. Right. No, it does. Because you got all that pent up energy, you know, when you're when you're wrestling, you know, four or five, six times a week, you know, you know, you realize you have to, you know, I mean, maybe some of these matches that we get are better for us as fans, but for them physically it might not be always the best thing. Right. Um, yeah, I agree. But I think they have a solid roster. I it was I, I liked the the mix of talent tonight uh, or on uh, Saturday. Um they do have cornerstones, Moose, Jordan Grace. The tag division's really good. Josh Alexander's solid. Saban's a great X-Division champion, although I'm looking forward to seeing that division be kind of um, um, seeing their um, uh, X-Division be enhanced and grown. And now you got some, you know, main event talent. And I think you could see that throughout the year. I think you'll see that throughout the year. Um, something tells me TNA is going to get an influx of cash. I don't know if Anthem will sell them, if they'll maybe Anthem will buy somebody else and influx more. I don't know. But I think you're going to see another big signing of somebody in 2024 in TNA. I do. Um, but I think they have a top-to-bottom roster. I really thought the show was good tonight. Highly recommend getting it. Um, or if you just want to wait. I mean... If you want to wait till I think it's February twelfth, it'll hit, it'll hit for free on the plus. If you want to buy it early, feel free. I don't know if they do a discount for like if you order it after. I'm not sure, but um, I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a a, a big um uh a big year for them. I think the rebranding was was a big deal, um, and I think the roster is invigorated by the uh you know the rebrand and 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 Scott Demore I feel like too I want to talk about him for a second Scott Demore seems like a guy you can trust do you know what I'm saying he's done a nice job he really has I have to agree he really has um he he's I think he's got good working relationships with other indie promotions. I don't think he minds, you know, loaning them out, borrowing them, etc. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, I think they're going to they're they're due for a, a really good year. I really I really think so. And I think the roster uh, will be enhanced. I think they're, you're going to see some so- you're going to see some great wrestling that I think you'll definitely see. I think. I mean, right now, this era of pro wrestling in general is the best in-ring ever. I mean, WWE, AEW, and TNA alone put on matches up the wazoo uh, that are just outra- that are just outrageously good. And apparently this past year's re- – the, the Wrestle Kingdom the other week uh, apparently was really good too, according to Mr. Steve Aloysius Willie. <laughs> TNA's next show is on Friday night, February 23rd. No Surrender. And that will be a – TNA plus now we're on to the, now we get some freebies for a bit. If you, well, if you have TNA plus subscribed, now you get shows included. Let's put it that way. I won't say free shows included. No surrender, which will be a yes on, on a Friday night, February 23rd. And then after that sacrifice, which will be on Friday night, March 8th. And then I think April is rebellion and that's the next pay-per-view. So, so you get like, 
they kind of break it up like pay-per-view, two freebies, pay-per-view, two freebies, pay-per-view, two freebies, pay-per-view, two freebies. It's kind of the way it was. seems like the way it works. You have eight yeah, months of free. So of the 12 months, you get eight months. Eight of the 12 months will have shows that are included, and then you get four, and then the four pay-per-views. So you have Rebellion in April, Slammiversary in July, and Bound for Glory in October. They got to make money in those. Those are their big shows. Slammiversary is like the Royal Rumble to them, or SummerSlam, and Bound for Glory is their WrestleMania. They've got to make money off those. I, I don't I don't blame them for for having to offer, having to, to charge extra for those. I, I don't fault them for that. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, I, I think the production, you know, now they're with Endeavor, I think everything is much better. The um, uh, the usage of the app is much cleaner and easier. Mm-hmm. I agree. Thank you, Endeavor. <laughs> That's pretty funny, actually. It is very funny. But I'll tell you, I, I'm really, I'm interested to see where TNA goes this year, I think. The rebranding, I think they want it. I think they want to take take things another step further. So we'll see what they do. I think uh, I think you're gonna have a lot of movement within the industry now because of these companies. So we'll see what happens. See if they could pick up another key player. You know that leaves one of the other companies. Because I think it's good for certain um, talent for their um, gimmick. Sometimes needs a refresh. And sometimes by going to another company that helps that. Because look at look at now look at Trinity. WWE wants her back again. Yeah. You know, sometimes they just need a little little freshen up, little little um seasoning somewhere else and then bring them back. Right. Um yeah, I think so. That's a good place for that. And listen, TNA knows that they're fiscally challenged compared to the big two i think they obviously they have more money than billy corgan does um and ring of honor doesn't count anymore because they're part of AEW. so they, they're pretty much a solid number three totally solid number three they have a great streaming their 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 classic stuff is fun to watch even if it's you know terribly bad usually it's entertainingly bad um they could catch AEW if they get a little cash obviously anthem is not huge but maybe Anthem sells to somebody big. What if a uh, what if one of these big TV? Uh, let me ask you this question, Doctor G. Do you think one of these big TV conglomerates could buy TNA to maybe think, enhance their own? Maybe like Viacom, isn't Anthem, CBS. Uh, isn't Anthem a, a TV? Um... No, that's Sync. I thought that was Sinclair. Oh no, you might be right. I mean, like a big one. I mean, one that actually has money, like a like a Viacom that owns you know CBS. Well, or- I mean, we look at what we thought was going on with CW and the NWA, but I don't know. But- I don't know why that popped into my head, but I don't know. You just never know. Something sure. to think about. Twenty twenty four. Anyway, thank you for listening, everyone, to this special reaction special, 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 this reaction pod of TNA Hard to Kill. Uh, We'll be back next. We will be back. Thank you. We apologize for the one week off. We figured we kind of reboot through after the new year and, you know, stuff like that with the TNA and everything. So we will be back this weekend with our regularly barring any issues. Hopefully not. 
uh, with our next regularly scheduled episode of the PTB Weekend Special on Sunday morning. We will, of course, recap this week's episode of Power to see if they actually edit this, this uh, if they're editing down this um, paranoia thing. Or if it's on the CW. We may, that, may, that may happen even before that. Who knows? Um, we, of course, will now start doing regular Impact episode recaps. So stay tuned for that now every uh, sat, uh, every uh, Sunday morning on the PTB Weekend Special. So we'll, we will recap uh, the weekly episode of Power and of TNA Impact. So this is going to be your home for TNA Wrestling here, the PTB Weekend Special. Current, of course, if you want to listen to Classic, of course, check out uh, Logan and the Gang on the uh, Highway to the Impact Zone. Of course, new episode dropped this past Thursday. They're, they drop every other Thursday with their Classic uh, TNA viewing. So check that out if you want Classic. But if you want current TNA, come right here to the PTB Weekend Special. We'll give it to you every week, along, of course, with the uh, NWA. Um, we have a good week coming up. New episode of Hamburg All-Stars dropped uh, today. Our good friend Luke Jennings. Also, um, a new episode of A Place to Be Podcast dropped today on this MLK. Uh, Making Towns, another uh, of the new the new kind of sub-series we're, that JR and I are doing. Uh, we were joined by Jordan Duncan, talking about the Motor City of Detroit. Yes, I wore a tiger hat on camera. And my uh, Miguel Cabrera jersey that I got in Detroit. Um, pretty cool. Uh, we'll have a great uh, more shows this week. Uh, later this week, we will have a brand new episode of Place Be Nation's main event. I don't know who will join me, but it'll be somebody cool. Uh, it could be Steve, Steve Willie. Hopefully, he'll return. Andrew Reich, the rest of the gang, maybe Chad, Ryan Gray. Who knows? Somebody will be with me this week for a new episode of main event. We'll talk about things going on, give other people's thoughts on TNA, um, look ahead to uh, the Royal Rumble, two weeks, 27th in uh, Tampa. Should be fun. Um Battle of the Belts, and uh, other uh, news and notes. So stay here, the PTV Wrestling Network, your home for everything wrestling, classic, and current. Doctor, any uh, any final thoughts? I just want to say I look forward to another great year for TNA, and let's hope uh, we uh, get some clarity on what direction the NWA is going in 2024. Um, uh, yeah, I think so as well. And we'll be here for the ride. So join us, everybody. NWA, it's, we're, 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 we're merging NWA and TNA together, like when they first launched in 2002. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that, that is true. Good point. Have a great week, everybody. Enjoy, uh, you know, the playoff. If your teams are still in it, enjoy. Mine's not, so now I'm just going to gamble and try to win money um, uh, at the expense of everyone else's teams. So thank you. And um, uh, we will be with you this coming Sunday for our regularly scheduled episode of the PTB Weekend Special. So enjoy. I'm Scott. He's the doctor. You're not. Ciao.